0: Last week, we began a new teaching series titled Come Back Stronger. And for the next several weeks, we're going to be studying Ephesians chapter 6. And in this chapter, the Apostle Paul teaches us how we can be strengthened in times of difficulty. And he uses the language of the armor of God. He talks about how to clothe ourselves in the midst of spiritual battles, battles much like the one that we're facing right now during this pandemic. And he talks about clothing ourselves so that we can be strengthened by God. And my prayer is that we will all come back from this pandemic with a greater spiritual strength than ever before. And I believe that Paul's words in Ephesians 6 will help us to find that strength. So let's look together at the scriptures this morning from the book of Ephesians. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm. And then our verse for today is this, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. And this is the first image that Paul gives us to fight the battles that we face. He says, stand therefore, having fastened the belt of truth. And Paul is saying that in times of crisis and difficulty, we need to strengthen ourselves with what is true, not to be overwhelmed with the I don't knows and the what ifs, but to be strengthened by the truth of God's promises. Having fastened the belt of truth, Paul says. And when Paul talks about a belt as it pertains to armor, he's writing as someone who lived in the first century. So we have to consider what the purpose of a belt was for people in those days. You see, belts at that time weren't for holding your pants up like they are for us today or for fashion. Belts had a very unique purpose. You see, soldiers in this time, they wore long robes. And when it was time for combat or any other type of mission, the soldiers would pull up their robes and they would tuck them into their belts so that when they ran or when they they crossed treacherous terrain or when they faced obstacles, they wouldn't trip over themselves because their robe was in the way. And this image, you know, it helps us understand just how important a belt was for soldiers. And it helps us also to see the incredible value that the truth is for us in times of crisis and difficulty and you know right now we're all a little scared none of us know what the next few days or months or really even the next year will look like we don't know when our businesses will open back up or when our kids will return to school we don't know when things will go back to normal or really even what normal will look like when that day comes and we are un- and when we are unsure about the future that is when we can become most easily overwhelmed This is when anxiety can set in. It's when anger, bitterness, and fear can rush into our hearts. You see, when we're afraid, we can so easily lose sight of what is true. And like a soldier with a robe dangling around his feet, we find ourselves tripping over every obstacle that comes our way. A soldier needs a belt, Paul says, and he says, fasten the belt of truth. But what does he mean by truth? You know, a lot of things are true but they don't help us in a time of crisis. It's true that the New York Mets won the 1986 World Series. It's true that the Phantom of the Opera is the longest running show on Broadway, but these truths don't help us when we face a spiritual battle or a crisis like a pandemic. So what truth then is Paul referring to? When Paul talks about the truth, he's speaking of the Word of God, the promises of God, the history of God, the scriptures, the Bible. More specifically, he's referring to uh, what he's just written in this letter to the Ephesians. And in this letter, he's written about how we are adopted by God. He's written about how we are saved by his grace and that no one and no thing can take that away from us. He has written about how Jesus sent his spirit into our lives to show us what is true and and, and give us strength to fight the battles that we face. Paul has written in this letter about how right now Jesus is on his throne and that if we are his followers, then we are seated with him and that he is far above all rule and all authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. That is what is true. And if you are a follower of Jesus, the scripture says that you are seated with him. And that means that nothing can separate you from His love and His power and His compassion. That is the truth that Paul is referring to. And that is the truth that he encourages us to tighten around our waists in difficult days. And so with the time I have this morning, I want to give you three reasons why I believe it is so important to know the truth of the scriptures in the days that we are facing And the first truth that I want you to see this morning is this. And that is that knowing the truth of the scriptures helps us to know who our real enemy is. You see, Paul begins this chapter by saying that our battles are not against flesh and blood, but against real powers of spiritual evil. That means that much of the fight that is going on in your soul right now during this coronavirus has as much or maybe even more to do with what is going on in the unseen realm than what is going on that you can see. You know, when this coronavirus pandemic first broke out, one of my first optimistic thoughts was, maybe this will bring Americans together. Maybe this will be the thing that helps us set aside our partisan differences and unify around a common goal. And boy, was I wrong. (laughs) I mean, it seems that this crisis is pulling our country even further apart And it appears to me that we are becoming more skeptical of each other and more angry toward each other. And here's what I think is happening. I think that in times of trouble and in times of uncertainty, we go looking for an enemy so that we can know who to fight, so that we can know who to blame, and so that we can feel righteous for being on the right side. And this makes us susceptible to believing the worst about other people. I mean, we've picked our side. We've picked our team. And any evidence that indicates that those people out there are the ones causing all the problems, we just are so eager to believe it because we find comfort in it. Listen to me. If you do not believe what the scriptures say about demonic powers in the unseen spiritual realm, then you will go looking for an enemy when you face crises or spiritual battles. And you will put your neighbors, other people made in the very image of God, in the place of Satan in your life and you will turn your neighbors and the other into your greatest threat and it will cause even greater anger, bitterness, frustration, distrust, and fear to swell up in your heart. I mean how can you love your neighbor as yourself when you're constantly looking for ways to justify seeing them as a villain? The scriptures say that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So let's stop trying to pick fights with each other and the other side And let's take hold of the truth, and that is to know who our real enemy is. Second thing I want you to see this morning is that knowing the truth of the Scriptures helps us to see beyond our present circumstances. The Scriptures say that God has authority over all of our enemies and all the threats that we face. He has authority over sickness and death and coronavirus. Now, that doesn't mean that those things aren't scary. Those things are terrifying. And right now we feel like we're surrounded by them. But you know, I think of a story from 2 Kings chapter 6, a story of the prophet Elisha. The people of Israel were at war, and one day Elisha's servant comes to him in a panic, and he says, Elisha, what are we going to do? There's an army coming down on us and surrounding us on every side. And he's, he's kind of panicking, and Elisha looks at him and says, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And I imagine at this point, the servant is likely panicking and he's like, Elijah, what are you talking about? Do the math, man. We're outnumbered by a lot. But Elisha looks to God and he prays. He says, Oh Lord, please open his eyes so that he may see. And the scriptures tell us that God opened his eyes and looked around. And as far as he could see, horses and chariots of angels were coming down along the mountains. And he saw an army of the angels of God fighting for his people. You see, when what was unseen became visible, Elisha's servant and the people of Israel found strength even in the midst of attack because they could see beyond their present circumstances that God was fighting for them. Their circumstances didn't change, but their perspective of what was true did. And that's what I want us to see this morning, that in a world filled with with fear and panic and worry, God wants us to open our eyes and see that He is for us. Yes, we are in a difficult season of life right now, and you bet that it's hard. But when we read the Scriptures, we see over and over and over again that God loves His people, that He fights for His people, and that nothing can overtake us. Even death has been defeated because Jesus has resurrected from the grave. And even though we face real attacks and real struggles, the truth of the Scriptures helps us to open our eyes and see beyond what we can see. The truth of the Gospel gives us hope that in the things we cannot see, that is where God is doing His greatest work. And see, to fasten the belt of truth is to receive, believe, and experience the power of Christ at work within you and to know that the victory has already been won. And so the task for you and for me during this time of pandemic is to take hold of what we know to be true, to see beyond our present circumstances, and to know that God is fighting for us, and to know that He has never lost a battle. Now the final thing I want you to see this morning is that knowing the truth of the scriptures strengthens us in times of difficulty. And for this final point, I want to let my wife speak. Uh, I want her to give some practical ways about how tightening the belt of God's truth in difficult times can give us the strength we need to endure. So please give your attention to the greatest mom that I know and one of the most faithful women of God in our church, my beloved bride, Rebecca McGee.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm honored to talk about this topic as it's something that has felt very relevant to me in the last year. You see, in 2019, my family had a really rough year. Within two months, it seemed like we were hit with one loss or change after another. First, my sister had a stroke. She and I are very close, and it was a shock to think about how life could change so quickly for her as a mom and woman in her 30s. Then my brother had a life-altering car accident that led him to the ICU in a long-term hospital stay. On top of all this, my grandmother passed away. When we were faced with so much uncertainty quickly, with the threat of death becoming a reality for people I loved, I had to figure out what do I know to be true? My mom reminded me on the phone repeatedly this is where we decide what do we really believe do we really believe there is a heaven do we really believe that god works all things sickness struggles uncertainty even long distance for good i also ached to be physically present with those that were hurting living states away from my family members was heartbreaking but i had to grapple with the truth do i really believe that prayer is powerful Do I believe that praying for those I love is just as important as sitting by their bedside when I want to be there. Even in this pandemic, I have had to have a hard check about what I know to be true. As I juggle my roles as mom, wife, cook, maid, entertainer, social worker, and all the other things, I regularly feel overwhelmed or inadequate. If I would listen to what speaks loudest, which would often be my kids, then I could drown in shame, guilt, or fear. I have to battle against the lies with truth and truth is not looking into the mirror giving myself a pep talk about how great i am truth comes from scripture and scripture says my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of christ may rest upon me second corinthians 12:9. or his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness, 2 Peter 1.3. At the beginning of this pandemic, I was talking with my friend Courtney about some anxiety I was experiencing. Courtney shared with me that she too was feeling very anxious about a lot of things. And she realized she was not meditating on scripture enough. She was letting things like the news, Instagram, um, her children interfere. And even though she was starting her day with a brief quiet time, she would let other things then speak over her she realized she needed to have scriptures printed out and posted around her home to quickly meditate on throughout the day. When she was feeling anxious, she would immediately battle her anxiety with scripture. And that reminded her of God's sovereignty and his character instead of the things that were out of her control. Whatever your situation is right now, I encourage you to make scripture meditation an important part of your day. Are you doing a Bible reading plan? I recommend the app called Read Scripture. Are you praying? I found it really helpful to set a timer for five minutes and set a routine of praying out loud for five minutes a day. If you're only able to steal a few minutes away each day, then make those minutes count. Or if you find that you have three hours to binge watch at night, make that time count. Are you prioritizing things that have an effect on your spiritual wealth or your spiritual life? Are you consuming things that are contributing to your anxiety or causing you to check out emotionally? Whatever you do, Equip yourself, memorizing scripture, praying scripture, and having friends who is going to speak life over you when you're not able to see God's character at work. Put on the belt. Remember the words in Second Peter, God has given us everything we need for a life in godliness.
0: Let me pray for you this morning, church. Holy Father, thank you for the truth of the gospel. The truth that we have been set free from sin and death. God, we are living through a difficult time right now. Death and disease are all around us. Uncertainty is all that we seem to know these days. But God, you call us to take heart in what is true. And what is true is that your son on the cross defeated the work of the devil and he defeated death itself. And while we feel the pain of all these terrible things today, we know that one day we will experience your victory all of its fullness when we will reign with you for all of eternity. And God, we long for that day when you make all things new, but we wait today with hope, believing that your promises are true and that that day is coming. And it's in the name of your Son, Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, that we pray. Amen.